Good morning and welcome to the Pleasure for Health podcast. My name is Ailsa Kepi and I'm your host of this Relationship and Intimacy podcast where we delve into topics related to relationships, intimacy, sexuality, gender, how all of that relates to our being in the world and sometimes even our life purpose and um, larger spiritual questions like that. Um, so if you're joining live, we are going to talk today about uh, what does it mean to form a connection with someone? What is What do we expect when we get in a relationship? And, you know, how do we how do we like have the idea of caring about someone? So that's where we're going to go today. And I hope some of you who are listening will um, will resonate with this. I actually recently re-listened to um it's from chapter 21 in the book the little prince and i read this in high school in french actually um the original language that it was written i'm pretty sure le petit prince and uh, i had to get the english copy just to make sure i got all the nuances of what was going on and it's a very it's a very deep discussion and the character of the fox um kind of comes in as a um psychopomp kind of character one that that has great wisdom and so i thought this would be a great start for our discussion as far as you know what we want to uh kind of look at as far as how what do we expect when when we you know connect with someone so i'm just going to read you a little bit of the dialogue in the story and then we'll chat about um about it or i might kind of add my own comments um kind of interspersed Good morning, uh, it was then that the fox appeared. So the little prince is looking for a friend. Good morning, the little prince responded politely, though when he turned around, he saw nothing. I am right here, the voice said, under the apple tree. Who are you? asked the little prince and added, you are very pretty to look at. I am a fox, the fox said. Well, come and play with me, proposed the little prince. I am so unhappy. I cannot play with you, the fox said. I am not tamed. Ah, please excuse me, said the little prince. But after some thought, he added, what does that mean, tame? You do not live here, said the fox. What is, that you, what is it that you are looking for? Well, I'm looking for men, said the little prince. What does that mean, tame? Men, said the fox. They have guns and they hunt. It is very disturbing. They also raise chickens. These are their only interests. Are you looking for chickens? No, said the little prince. I'm looking for friends. What does that mean, tame? It is an act too often neglected, said the fox. It means to establish ties. To establish ties. Just that, said the fox. To me, you are still nothing more than a little boy who is just like a hundred thousand other little boys. And I have no need of you. And you, on your part, have no need of me. To you, I am nothing more than a fox, like a hundred thousand other foxes. But if you tame me, then we shall need each other. To me, you will be unique in all the world. To you, I shall be unique in all the world. I am beginning to understand, said the little prince. There is a flower. I think she has tamed me. And the prince, if you don't know the story, had had a rose that uh, had been very close to him. 
And um, so, yeah, just looking at the, the wisdom of this fox saying to establish ties and that that means that this person or this thing becomes unique and you have need of it. It is possible, said the fox, on the earth one sees all sorts of things. Oh, but this is not on the earth, said the little prince. The fox seemed perplexed and very curious. On another planet? Yes. Are there hunters on that planet? No. Ah, that is interesting. Are there chickens? No. Ah, nothing is perfect, sighed the fox. But he came back to his idea. My life is very monotonous, the fox said. I hunt chickens, men hunt me. All the chickens are just alike, and all the men are just alike. And in consequence, I am a little bored. But if you tame me, it will be as if the sun came to shine on my life. I shall know the sound of a step that will be different from all others. Other steps send me hurrying back underneath the ground. Yours will call me like music out of my burrow. And then look, you see the grain fields down yonder? I do not eat bread. Wheat is of no use to me. The wheat fields have nothing to say to me, and that is sad, but you have hair that is the color of gold. Think how wonderful that will be when you have tamed me. The grain, which is also golden, will bring me back the thought of you, and I shall love to listen to the wind in the wheat. The fox gazed at the little prince for a long time. Please tame me, he said. So I think that's a lovely um, way of writing, a very poetic way of writing about when we care about someone. Um, it doesn't mean that we're locked in with that person. So whether the person stays or goes or is around or isn't around, the world suddenly becomes transformed in this way. We have this way of looking, going, ah, that flower reminds me of them, or the wind in the trees reminds me, or the hearing the rain on the roof reminds me of the day we spent together or something like that. I think this is really, really lovely way of noticing what connection means. So the prince said, um, I haven't much time. I have friends to discover and a great many things to understand. One only understands the things that one tames, said the fox. Men have no more time to understand anything. They buy things already made at the shops, but there is no shop anywhere where one can buy friendship. And so men have no friends anymore. If you want a friend, tame me. Huh, what must I do to tame you? Asked the little prince. So here's some more good advice coming up. You must be very patient, replied the fox. First, you will sit down at a little distance from me like that in the grass. I shall look at you out of the corner of my eye and you will say nothing. Words are the source of misunderstandings, but you will sit a little closer to me every day. The next day, the little prince came back. It would have been better to come back at the same hour, said the fox. If, for example, you came at four o'clock in the afternoon, then at three o'clock, I shall begin to be happy. I shall feel happier and happier as the hour advances. At four o'clock, I shall already be worrying and jumping about. I shall show you how happy I am. But if you come at just any time, I shall never know at what hour my heart is to be ready to greet you. One must observe the proper rights. What is a right? asked the little prince. Those are also actions too often neglected, said the fox. They are what make one day different from other days, one hour different from other hours. There is a right, for example, among my hunters. 
Every Thursday they dance with the village girls. So Thursday is a wonderful day for me. I can take a walk as far as the vineyards. But if the hunters danced at just any time, every day would be like every other day and I should never have any vacation at all. So the little prince tamed the fox and when the hour of his departure drew near, oh, said the fox, I shall cry. Well, it's your own fault, said the little prince. I never wished you any sort of harm, but you wanted me to tame you. Yes, that is so, said the fox. But now you're going to cry, said the little prince. Yes, that is so, said the fox. Then it has done you no good at all. But it has done me good, said the fox, because of the color of the wheat fields. And then he added, go and look again at the roses. You will understand now that yours is unique in all the world. Then come back to say goodbye to me and I will make you a present of a secret. The little prince went away to look again at the roses. You are not at all like my rose, he said, as yet you are nothing. No one has tamed you and you have tamed no one. You are like my fox when I first knew him. He was only a fox like a hundred thousand other foxes. But I made him my friend, and now he is unique in all the world. And the roses were very much embarrassed. You are beautiful, but you are empty, he went on. One would not die for you. To be sure, an ordinary passerby would think that my rose looked, looked just like you. And uh, so he goes on to find out the reason that, um, you know, what it means to be tamed and how that brings about caring for someone in a way that isn't about trapping them in a relationship or, you know, caring about, um, you know, why, what they, they can do for you, but just caring about someone so that it brings more beauty and aliveness to your own life. And it's interesting to notice how one goes about creating relationship. And the fox very wisely says, you know, this isn't about, you know, writing a list of what we want on a dating site or something and say this, 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 and this. It means coming at the same time every day, meeting each other, you know, sitting quietly, slowly, slowly getting more uh, closer in your ties and in your connection and taking time with each other and allowing those feelings of anticipation and the feeling of fulfillment when the when you get together and then also the feeling of sadness when they have to go away but knowing that you hold something of their memory in you i think it's just such a beautiful way of looking at relationship and connection and very hmm is it different than how we look at relationship today it's interesting because i think many people are looking for this type of relationship this type of real caring for someone but we don't tend to set it up like that so you know all of our dating apps and all the ways we you know um the movies and things kind of like quickly you know get involved with someone see if they um fit you sexually or um have the right job or whether they look the right way you know none of which is really about this inner kind of contentment, this inner feeling of um, being tamed as the fox and calls it. And so, you know, and to think that the word tamed means to to feel connected, you know, to have that that sense of connection with someone um, is just, it, it's food for thought. So I'd love to hear uh, a little bit about any uh, any kind of 
feelings you have about this story or about what you found to be relationship. And I think particularly when I've questioned uh, couples that have, you know, lasted in a relationship together for many years, you know, like over 10 years, let's say, um, they all talk about it like this. They talk about their day not being as good if, you know, if they don't see their partner or, um, you know, having these little memories or, you know, these little things that they, rights that they've um, done together so that when they, you know, they go to their, to the same store, they have the memories of being together or, you know, the thing that their partner bought for them for their wedding anniversary or whatever it is, they have these little pieces of connection. They've tamed each other. And it, it's not a, it's, it's not a feeling of, you know, passion and wild desire and getting, you know, caught up in the immediate flame of uh, initial kind of attraction. It's more the over time, that patient kind of being together and noticing that you look forward to those times when you're together. And so it's, it's interesting things like having patience, not talking all the time, not using words all the time, but actually spending time you know kind of getting closer together or just in uh I don't suppose it has to be in person but just spending time together you know putting your mind and your energy with that person and the right of you know doing the same thing every day whether it's you have breakfast every day together or one day a week even it doesn't have to be every day that you have um you know a book that you read together or you watch a movie on Friday nights together whatever that is that you look forward to. And, you know, any of you that have been in relationships where that it's gotten to that stage, you can probably attest to how it's not like a huge rush, like going on a first date with a really cute person, but having that kind of contented, slow ember of like, oh, I'm really looking forward to that because it's my favorite time of the week to finally sit down and you know, um, chat over a glass of wine on a Friday night or, you know, go for our Saturday hike or even just cleaning the house together. All these little things become this way of connecting with, with a partner or with partners. I mean, it doesn't have to be one person. So it's interesting that this is describing, you know, he was looking for a friend and, um, you know, it's, it's, very close to our way of thinking about long-term relationship. So there is this aspect of longer term relationships that become a friendship, that become you've tamed each other, that you've, that you, uh, you have this um, feeling of joy in your heart when you're with that person, which is a little bit different than, you know, um, magnetic or sexual attraction that you might feel you might feel instantly with someone and, and nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing wrong with having, you know, um, shorter connections with people. But this idea of, you know, really coming to be with each other, to have a connection that, uh, you know, and that you allow yourself to grieve when you have to part ways, um, you know, having a cry uh, is, is very beautiful. So I wanted to share that with you. Maybe that gives you some ideas uh, about, you know, thinking about relationships and how you build them. So that whole book is, um, is a cute little book. It's not that long and it's got lots of little nuggets of wisdom, the little prince. So if you feel like a, a quick read, 
um, to look at some of these types of uh, kind of spiritual questions about life. You know, I think he was making uh, some some words about being human and that we don't actually aren't looking for friends anymore. And life gets a little bit boring when we don't have when we're not tamed, when we're not connecting with anyone. Um, I think all of that's pretty relevant to today's society. So hopefully that brings you something for today. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to comment on the podcast, to like and share, um, subscribe to my podcast. We usually go live about once a week. And I actually haven't made that a, a consistent right. <laughs> so if you're missing me and my podcast, um, let me know what time of day and what day of the week would, would be a good time for a right. If we were to uh, have a regular time for podcasting, when would you like that to be? I'd love to have you join me live. And so you can find out more about me at my website, ailsakepi.com, which will lead into all my other websites and, and all, my, all of the things in my world that you can get involved in. Uh, and I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks so much for joining.